Welcome to the Maybe I Can podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Weiss. I'm here to motivate and inspire you to stop using your circumstances as an excuse, just like I used to. An excuse to not take control of your life. It's time to stop living your life on autopilot and start taking purposeful action to create the life you truly desire. Let's do this together. Hi, and welcome back to the Maybe I Can podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Weiss, and today I am here with a solo episode because I have a message that's on my heart and I want to share it with you. So whether this is your first time or your 50th time, welcome. I'm happy to have you. In my life's journey in the last 10 years, and the reason I say the last 10 years is because I'm 60 now, and when I was 50 is kind of when I had that realization that I had devoted my life to everyone else while ignoring myself. I had been my father's caregiver for over 30 years, my son's, but my oldest son who suffers from mental illness, and then my husband. Now, 10 years ago, I wasn't in the deep caregiving with my husband. I was on the way, but not completely there yet. And it was then that I had the realization of, well, if not now, when? When is it going to be time for me to live that life that I desire? Now, let me just say, I had no idea what was the life that I desired, but I knew that I was not living it. That didn't mean that I was unhappy or didn't want to take care of all of my loved ones. I did, and I wouldn't change that. But I would be lying if I said it was easy because it wasn't. And I was living with a lot of pent up anger, resentment, and then guilt at feeling anger and resentment. And what I came to realize was the reason that I felt that way is because I had been ignoring myself and my own needs for so many years. And so after I turned 50, I started incorporating some self-care into my life, which was a fantastic start. I think I almost didn't understand what I was doing. I didn't have some preconceived plan. But I got to a certain point and I was stuck. I I knew I wanted a change. I didn't know what that change was. I didn't know how to get that change. I didn't know who to look for, for help. And so I started listening to podcasts. And I love that I now have my own podcast because podcasts have been so instrumental in my life and my development over the past decade. So I wound up listening to this podcast of a woman who had lost a lot of weight. She also had paid off a lot of debt, two things that I needed to do. She talked about mindset, and I really honestly didn't even understand what mindset was, but I enjoyed her podcast and really got value um, with every episode. And after, I don't know, a certain amount of time, she was launching a course, a 12-week course on mindset. And I put my name on the wait list because I couldn't wait to hear what it was all about. And when she introduced the course, I clicked on it 
and I saw the price tag. It was probably about $1,500. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I was shocked. I thought, oh my goodness, this is a scam. I was so disappointed because I felt so connected to her. And of course, I did not click by now. And over the next several weeks, as she talked about it more and more in her social media and her podcast, I kept being drawn back in as she described what was going to be taught in the uh, course, I just, I would go back and I would click on that page again that gave the information about what was going to be happening in that course. And I'd look at it and I'd look at the number and my logical brain would say, how can you even consider this? Because one of the reasons you're taking this course is because you need help figuring out your money situation. And here you are going to plop down $1,500 that you don't have. You're out of your mind. And I would close it out. But something kept leading me back there time and time again. And for one of the first times, I said to myself, there's a reason. Life, the universe, whoever, whatever force you believe in is calling me back here. And it's calling me back here Because I knew I wanted something different out of my life. I knew I needed to make a change because I didn't want to be that person who got to the end of her life, looked back with regret saying, why didn't I try this? Why did I only do that? I didn't want to have those regrets. I wanted to at least explore what opportunities and possibilities lay ahead for me. And I clicked by now. I got to tell you, those first few weeks, I was looking for a reason why I had made a mistake. Like she was selling me a fake bill of goods. The first couple of weeks, maybe it wasn't mind-blowing or life-changing. But what she taught week after week, built on each other. When I put in the effort to do the exercises and the homework, I started seeing life differently. And by the end of that 12 weeks, or even by week eight, I was so disappointed that this was coming to an end. I was just hoping that she had something else to offer me, which she did. And I continued on that path. That was really the beginning of my transformation, of my course correcting and changing the direction of my life. That doesn't mean that I stopped caring for my husband and my son. My dad had already passed away. And and now as many of my husband passed away, so now it's just my son or my sons. I do have two sons that I care for. But it, it changed my life. It changed my life. And I know that if I had not clicked on that button, even though that financial investment scared me to death, I would not be sitting here talking to you right now because, look, can we get far on our own? Absolutely. But having been led by somebody who walked in my shoes, that just 10x the amount of time that it took me to get to wherever I'm going because I'm still not there, right? We're never done. I'm on this journey, but Boy, has my life changed in almost every way since I clicked by now. 
And you know what? I realized, which I didn't really get at the time, that financial investment, it made me more dedicated because if I had paid 20 bucks, let's just say for that program, it would have been so easy to blow it off, not do the homework, not pay attention, whatever it is. But when you plop down a decent amount of money or at least something that really is a large amount of money to you, you show up differently because you want to get your money's worth. And in order to get your money's worth out of any of these courses or programs or whatever it is, you've got to put in the effort because somebody's just not going to spoon feed you information and you sit there and do nothing and boom, your life is different. It just doesn't work like that. All right. So that was the first story I want to share. That got me set in motion. The second one is another story about hearing someone on a podcast. And at that point, this was April of 2022, I had, again, kind of been listening to a lot of different voices in my head, or not in my head, around me, different signs of people saying, you need to write a book. I think a book is in your future. And every single person that said that, I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in my mind, I was like, yeah, write a book. I don't think so. Not me. I'm not a writer. I don't know how to write. I'm going to write something that sounds elementary school-ish. I'm a numbers girl, so forget the writing. But it kept showing up and kept showing up. And I thought, okay, this is really a crazy one that this is like in my world. And I'm listening to a podcast and I'm listening to a podcast I don't usually listen to. And the host was interviewing a woman who helped first-time authors get their story out there. And as I'm listening to the interview, you can usually get a feel for the person on a podcast, whether you like them or whether you don't like them or or you can relate or their story resonates with you. And Lauren's story resonated with me and her message. And afterwards, I said, okay, if these whispers in life that are telling me to write a book are true and I'm not misunderstanding, I am not going to be able to do it alone. Just like before with the other course, if I really was serious about it, I needed help. And I needed to talk to somebody who knew what they were doing and had been there before. And so I contacted Lauren. And as they say, it was love at first sight, pretty much. She was launching a course, a 12-week course, same kind of thing. The dollar amount scared me. And right as I was making that decision, my husband was diagnosed with terminal blood cancer. Now, at that point, probably most people would have said, thanks, but no thanks. Now with this news, this is not the time for me to do this. But instead, I went to my therapist with it. And I was actually embarrassed to even bring it up to her because I thought that she would judge me for being selfish. And here I am touting self-care and self-care is not selfish, but I don't know why I didn't, I wasn't viewing it like that. Sometimes when it's right in front of your face, you you just can't, what is that? Can't see the forest through the trees or something like that. Anyhow, she said to me, I think you should do this. And now is the perfect time because who knows what the future holds. 
And we do know that you're probably going to be, all of you, your whole entire family is going to really be in for a tough time over the next several months plus. And to have something of your own, that's the self-care piece, to have something separate from what was going on with my husband, something separate for me to concentrate on was going to be good. It was going to be good for me. And then I barked back at her, well, what if there's homework and I can't do the homework? Or what if I can't show up every every week? Or what if, you know, what if, what if, what if? And she said, who cares? Let that perfectionist thinking go. Who cares? And I thought to myself, oh, she's right. And and honestly, I don't know these people. This is at least a valid excuse. Like my husband's terminally ill is can't get much better excuse. How horrible is that to think that? But that's what I thought to myself because I was nervous. So I joined the course. And of course, the minute I meet all of the other women in the course, it was a nice small group, which is something that, let me go back and say the first course that I was talking about, it was it was recordings. And then it was like a live Q&A with like a hundred other people. So it was not an intimate setting. I I still was very successful, but I, my friends call me a groupaholic. I really find power in a group of like-minded people who are able to be there for one another and support each other and build each other back up and be there to embark on this journey together. And that's just what this writing group was. Each of us were writing something completely different. For all of us, it was our first time to show up for each other week after week. I couldn't wait for the next Tuesday to come when it was time for our group to meet again. And as a matter of fact, to this day, I am still a part of that group. Different people. I'm writing book number two that I just started. But even when I wasn't writing, I was still a part of this group because it now means so much to me and I want to be there to help others who are first-time authors. So that's a little aside, but what wound up happening was when we started, I really still didn't have like complete buy-in that I was actually going to complete this. But once I got started and once I got past like the beginning kind of confusion of how to do it, how to how to outline it, how to set the whole thing up, once I kind of got past that and I had written 10,000 words, I thought to myself, wow, I wrote 10,000 words. Like I might actually do this. And what I wound up doing was even through one of, if not the most difficult times of my life, I made a commitment to myself that every day I would set aside a certain amount of time to write, whether it was a half hour or an hour, whether it was at 5.30 or 6 o'clock in the morning before my husband woke up. I have to say it wasn't late at night because I know myself. That's not when I'm at my best. So a lot of times midday, if he were he was resting comfortably or or okay, I would tell him, I'm going to go upstairs. I have a meeting. I'm going to be up there for an hour. Unless it's an emergency, don't bother me. And he, he was okay with that. And he really respected that boundary. So I was able to do that. But it would not have happened unless 
I made it happen by holding myself accountable. But the group, having that accountability that next week I was going to go back to the group and did I do what I said I was going to do? Some weeks I did, some weeks I didn't, but I knew that they were there either way and then there to help me figure out, okay, well, this week you didn't hit, hit your goal. Why not? Let's figure out why and what do we need to do next week? As I'm sure, if you're a regular listener, that my memoir on Second Thought Maybe I Can was published on August 9th of 2023. And it is nothing short of miraculous as I sit here and I'm looking behind me. If you're on just audio, well, behind me is the book. Still hard to believe that I actually wrote it. It was an amazing experience. It continues to be an amazing experience and has opened my world to to things I never could have imagined and dreams I didn't even know that I had, right? Because through this process, I'm learning more about myself. So what's the moral? Why am I telling you these stories? I'm telling you these stories for two reasons. One, So that if you're sitting out there and you're listening to this and you're saying, oh, sure, she's telling me this, but she doesn't know how hard my life is. And if that's you, I don't doubt you. Life can suck and life can be very hard and there's different seasons. And there's different seasons in caregiving, by the way, since I've got over 40 years experience, I understand there's some times where it's extremely intense and other times where it's not as intense. So I understand. But even in those most intense times, I wrote this book as my husband was dying. He died and I had three chapters to go. And after the funeral, after everybody left and everybody went back to their regular lives. And I don't want to say forgot about me because they didn't forget about me, but they went back to what they knew. And I came back to an empty, emptier house, a whole new life I didn't know how to navigate. And in that time, I said to myself, you're three chapters shy. Doing this, doing this for yourself, trying something new, brought something out in me that I didn't even know was inside. And I made sure it actually helped me to finish those three chapters. My husband died on December 30th. The book was set to go to the editor on January 14th. I think it was 14th or 15th. And it was there. And they told me it didn't have to be. And I said, no, I'm going to make it happen because it gave me something else to focus on and gave me something to look forward to, right? I was creating a future and it <laughs> I didn't start out by thinking, oh, I'm going to do this because I need to do something after my husband passes away. It wasn't like that at all. But I'm sharing because there's always something you can do, regardless of, of the circumstances, regardless of how dire they are. There is always some little action every single day that you can take towards the future that you want. That's the first thing. The second thing is listen to those whispers. They mean something. And you are enough. You deserve 
to have the life that you want. Don't be like me. (laughs) Well, don't be like me who hesitated over a price tag or overthinking that this wasn't the right time over let over the excuses right it's so easy to find an excuse if i had given in to those excuses i would still be in the same position that i was back in 2016 before i joined that first course think of how much time and money and energy that we give to everyone else don't we deserve at least the same amount of time, energy, and money that we give to others? We do. Because if we don't do that for ourselves, who's going to? No one. It's up to us. And just because you do something for yourself, something that maybe is out of your comfort zone, that doesn't mean that you're going to stop doing for everyone else. It's not an either or decision. It's an end, end A-N-D. You can help others and help yourself. So please, if you get anything from this episode, I want you to make sure to move forward, to do whatever it is that's on your heart and know that I am here to help you. It is so exciting for me that now I get to be that person who helps you. I am so excited that now I get to do what was done for me by someone else because I've walked your shoes. I've been down this road and I know what it takes. And now I'm here to share it with you. I would love it to meet you one-on-one. I'm going to put a link in the bio if you want to schedule a free 30-minute get-to-know-you call and see if there's something that I can do to help you. That would be awesome. So listen, make it a great day, and I will see you next time. Thanks so much for listening today. And remember... You've always had the power, my dear. You've just had to learn it for yourself. Until next time.